What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Sideline Dimes. It has been a while. I'm here with my co-host, Jordan Pabo. How's it going, Jordan? What's up, everyone? I'm doing good. How about yourself, Jay? This has been a while. Yes, sir. Playoffs have been going on for like a month since our last episode, I believe. And we're already at the finals. But according to our predictions, things haven't gone the way we've expected it. There's been a lot of surprises and a lot of uh, disappointments. Definitely, definitely with the disappointments. Uh, Who's your biggest disappointment so far? Biggest disappointment so far? Probably, Probably the Nets. The Nets. I would say the Nets. They didn't have their stars at full health, but you know, they were they're a super team, obviously. Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving was out early on in that second round series against the Bucks and then James Harden had a lingering hamstring injury. Felt like Durant was carrying the load right that round. Yeah, that's that's a that's a big disappointment right there. Um my big disappointment would have to be the Clippers. I think the Clippers they could have did did damage. Um, yes, Kawhi got hurt, but they they played well enough to to beat the Suns, I believe. Although I hate the Clippers, I still think they had the team to do so. But other than that, that's my biggest disappointment so far. Again, is the Clippers. Yeah, actually, to me, I think the Clippers were kind of surprising while they played the Jazz. I mean, Jazz were the number one seed, obviously. And, you know, their whole team was healthy. I think, well, Conley wasn't playing for the first few games until, I guess, the last game he came back, I think. Kind of needed him. It was kind of like a desperation move. But, you know, they have the defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert. And I felt like the Clippers kind of rallied behind Paul George. In our last podcast, I was talking about how Paul George and Kawhi weren't really emotional leaders compared to Donovan Mitchell. But when Kawhi went out, I guess that kind of, it kind of designated Paul George as the, the one leader. And I feel like that's easier to get behind to me. And, you know, other guys like Terrence Mann stepped up big in that last game I think he had 38 points it was definitely a career high for him but him Reggie Jackson was balling um, that guy's gonna get a, a huge contract this offseason yeah he deserves every penny that he gets this offseason Reggie Jackson I believe that you know yeah definitely and, and another thing about Reggie Jackson he's a pretty good shooter he's a really good shooter I felt like every time I saw him take a shot. It just went in from the three. He was beating Rudy Gobert to the basket, or he was making really tough layups against Rudy Gobert high off the glass. And they just kept falling. They just kept falling for him. And ultimately, um, I don't know. I felt like that's why I wasn't too sure about Rudy Gobert as defense player of the year. <laughs> but enough talk about the second round. Um, that's way in the past now. Let's go over round three. So we had the Clippers versus the Suns. And then in the I went East, to six. Yeah, I went to six. Um, 
that team, uh, that West, and then in the East, it, ha- it was the Bucks and the Hawks. Seven game series. Seven game series. That was really, really impressive. Um, on the Hawks end, it was impressive. On the Hawks end, yeah, definitely, definitely. Not. But let's go over. Uh, let's go over the West for for a bit before we get into that. So, Clippers versus Suns. Is that what you expected? Um, in the series, I expected the Suns to come out with that win. Um, yes, they didn't have no Kawhi, but they they were the hotter team in the playoffs. Uh, they had the most confidence in the playoffs, I believe. I still think they do have the most confidence. Um, every person on that team can shoot and is a threat on the court. Um, but yeah, I I that was my take on that series. I really. I wanted the Suns to win that series. How about you, Jay? Yeah, I mean, ever since they got out of the first round, they beat the Lakers in six. Um, sorry to bring this up again. Mm-hmm. But ever since that, you know, because that's LeBron. That's LeBron James you're going up against. And right. I feel like if you can beat LeBron, especially in a playoff series, and his team's, you know, coming off a title win this past year, I feel like that gives you this newfound confidence, in, right? In, like as a as a team, as a unit. That's a dime right there. And then after that, it just seemed like the Suns were just rolling through every game. I mean, they they swept the Nuggets. That was really impressive, regardless of who was out on the Nuggets. Shout out to Jamal Murray, but. They had the MVP as well. So, you know, Suns took down best player in the NBA. Right. Then they took out the MVP from this past season. Mm-hmm. And then we move on to the third round when they get against the Clippers. They're just they're just hot, like you said. Yeah. So I definitely wasn't surprised about the outcome of that series. I would have also guessed that it would have ended in five or six based on what I've seen mm-hmm. from them. So that's my take on, on that series. That's a good take right there. Um, so let's go into this Bucks and Atlanta series. So I did not expect this series to go to seven at all. Um, yes, Trey Young did have a great off, uh, postseason, amazing postseason. But then you're going against Giannis, Chris Middleton. Chris Chris Middleton been killing it in the playoffs, um, and Drew Holiday. You know Drew Holiday against Trey Young. Defensively, I'm taking Drew Holiday all day one on one against Trey. Um, just in my opinion, you know, uh, no no discredits Trey Young and his offensive skill. It's just Drew Holiday. He, he's a dog on defense, and he does whatever it takes for his team. On that defensive end, you know, it all starts with defense, and I believe that's why they got to the championship. Um, I do want to say I was surprised by the Hawks again um, during that se- during the series. I think the turning point was when Trey Young sprained his ankle. That was a big turning point in that series. Um, I felt like the Bucks were in shock of how great of a team the Hawks were. I think the whole world was at that, um, given that they, you know, went through the Knicks, who they played second round. Um, 
Sixers. Sixers. Oh, they beat the Sixers, you know. And then in the Eastern Conference Finals, you play against the Bucks, who's been there a couple times. Credit to the uh, to the Hawks and what they have accomplished and what they will accomplish as a young team. But yeah, that my take on that was I was expecting the Bucks to go five gentlemen sweep them. But Trey Young and 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 crew did their job and put themselves on the map. Yeah, I want to touch up about what you said about the Hawks and you know beating their their um, the Knicks and the Sixers. Before that. You know that's those are well. I don't know if this is, this is a tough matchup between them and the Knicks. To be honest, it mm-hmm. was definitely tough. I felt um, emotionally because. Um, being in Madison Square Garden is just uh, a different type of energy. But, you know, you beat the Knicks, who had Coach of the Year and Most Improved Player of the Year. And then when you move on to the Sixers, you beat a team that I believe came in first in the Eastern Conference. You know, with Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, Seth Curry was a big role player for them. Man, that um, series crazy. But I felt like it had the same effect, like on the Sun side of the playoffs. It had that same uh, effect, you know. The Hawks beat these two great teams um, from this past season, and that ultimately ultimately allowed them to get to the conference finals, especially with Trey Young leading the way because. He does not care at all about what people say or what fans are saying in the arena. He just he just does what he does. And I think he loves all that noise and trash talk. And mm-hmm. that, that fuels him. Definitely. Just puts fuel into his fire. So Take a bow, Trey. Take a bow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you go against the Bucks, who have Giannis, Middleton, and Drew Holiday, their big three against this Hawks team that no one thought was going to ever be there. So um, I guess they they had way more momentum than I anticipated, at mm-hmm. least for this playoff, um, this playoffs this year. But yeah, that, that's my take right there for the, um, the Eastern side. Yeah, kudos to Trey Young, man. Kudos to Trey Young. That, that, that dude's great young crazy. player. He's going to be a superstar. If not, he already is. Yeah. I mean, Can you believe they didn't want him on the USA team? Yeah. That's, disres- that's that. disrespectful. He tweeted about that. He like, had the, the Isaiah Thomas uh, video playing. About, like, I don't know I, I don't know what he said, but he was basically pretty upset about not being yeah. on Team USA. How do you not want that type of player on the USA team? You know? Um, and then you put Keldon Johnson on it and JaVale? You know, no discredit to them, but I'll take Trey Young over them any day. <laughs> exactly. I, I mean, not only that, but Trey Young is probably a better playmaker than Damian Lillard. Mm-hmm. I, I I would say true. Um, no discredit to Dame, of course, and his skills, but I feel like Trey is is definitely uh, more more pass first than, than Dame. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so, I, I see that. I and, see that. And, you know, Team USA has a lot of players on it that... One-on-one players. They have all one-on-one players. Exactly. All ISO 
So all ISO. Getting Trey in the up and that would be pretty. I feel like it would be beneficial to to the to the roster flow when they're playing. Just be more fluid. Everyone kind of just do their own thing. With Trey kind of leading the pack, but I mean. Whatever. Yeah, we're not coaches for USA. Yeah, we're not. Coaches. We're not there. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. Will you Team USA win gold? You know what? That's. <laughs> I know. Okay, I know they lost to Nigeria. Uh huh. And Australia. Right. And everyone, it seems like everyone's overreacting. Right. About the results. Of how those two games went down. I think, and I'm just being skeptical about this, but maybe, just maybe, Team USA was kind of just playing them. I don't know. I think they're just playing them right now. They're just kind of taking it easy. And then once things get going, they're gonna they're gonna just do their thing. Right, right, right. I, I don't think know. I'm just skeptical. I'm just skeptical. <laughs> I think once they step up to the big stage, I mean, they, granted, they haven't played together, you know, the first game, and Nigeria's probably been practicing. You know, maybe that that's a good key, but you, there's no excuse for Team USA oh, yeah. to lose exhibition games. There's yeah. no excuse for that. That's why their exhibition games is for them to win and blow out the other team and just, you know, tune up some stuff. But to lose like that, an exhibition, it's pretty tough. Um, but I still think I still think they will take gold. You know, without a doubt, um, there's too many high caliber players on this USA team, you know, to to even fumble that, you know, to even think about going for, you know, just not even playing that championship game. I agree with you. There's, you know, too many playmakers, too many skilled players, too many, you know, leaders on that team, too many leaders on that team. You know, so we'll see what they do. Yeah. Anyways, so now we got round three out of the way, Team USA out of the way. Let's talk about the finals finally. Yes, sir. So like I said earlier about the Suns, going into this series, the finals, my initial thoughts was the Suns are just going to stay hot. They're going to keep rolling. They're going to roll through the Bucks and take this chip. CP3 is going to get his first ring. Devin Booker is going to be this, you know, Devin Booker is going to be Devin Booker. And he's finally going to get the credit that he deserves for the amount of skill that he has. Because what is, I think he's in his fifth year now. And first playoffs, first putting playoffs, up great numbers. My goodness. Uh, I, don't even, I'm, I don't even know what kind of numbers he's putting up specifically, but I know he's breaking records. Man, that man, that boy. He's my age. <laughs> it's not fair. Yeah, you know? yeah he's, man, man. His skill level is amazing. Skill level is amazing. But here we are now at post-game five, and it's 3-2, but in the Bucks' favor. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything to say about that? Ah, man. Um. So... I felt like the Suns had control uh, going up 2-0. But um, the Bucks at home, you know, they're beatable, but they have a great record at home, especially in the playoff. 
uh, the Wisconsin fans bring great energy over there. So, you know, it, it rubs off on the players, you know. Energy, the energy in that building is pretty high, I guess. And, you know, they, that the Bucks team want to show out for their team. Um, and they know what they're playing for. You know, they've been – the Bucks been in this situation before, you know, losing in the conference final last year. Um, probably, what, the year before that too? Um, yeah, they lost in the conference finals in 2019. And yeah. then they lost in the second round to the Heat last mm, year. Yes, okay, yeah, see, so – they're 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 due, you know. They're due. They 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 um pay their dues against great teams, and you know it's paid off, and it's showing here. You know, going down two zero to a great Suns team, a great coach. You know, Monty Williams, amazing coach, led by CP three. He was, you know, he's been doing amazing. The whole team's doing amazing. It's just the resiliency of the Bucks. It, it's what is what is winning them the series. And they're they they're wanting the championship more than the Suns. Um, I feel like it's the experience is is a big part of what is going on in the series. Um, yes, a lot of key plays have been made by the Bucks, especially Game Five, Game Four. Um, those blocks, amazing blocks. Um, you know, game game saving plays by. Giannis against uh, Aiden game four. And then you have Drew Holiday with the steal on book. And then the lob on game five to to kill him, to kill off the Suns at their house. That lob was nasty. Man. Um, that was a statement. I give it up to the Bucks, you know. Um, I just finished it out. That's all I got to say to them. Um, other than that, man, the Suns, they got a lot. They, they still got some fight on them. So I expect a great game tomorrow. Expect a great game. Yeah, so after, I believe it was game four, uh, Monty Williams uh, had a few words to say to his team in the locker room. I'm going to play a bit of that now. Hey, let me tell you something. All of this is correct. We're in this situation right now because we put ourselves in this situation. I mean in a good way. We got three games to win two. That's how you got to look at it. You can't have your heads down right now. You got to stay together. That's the deal. What happened tonight is correctable. 17 offensive rebounds they got, 17 turnovers we had. Think about that, guys. We had a 21-point fourth quarter. We're making it hard on ourselves, okay? But we can't have our heads down. It's emotionally tough. But we got to know we put ourselves in this position. We got home court advantage. You got to keep your spirit high. That's the deal. Ever since I've been here, we talked about everything you want is on the other side of hard. This is hard. This is freaking hard. So you got to stick together. That's the deal. All right? Let's bring it in. Come on, guys. So after game four, Monty Williams said this. And, you know, I felt that was a big – that was a good move by a coach emotionally. You know, it, it, it really feels like Monty is with his team, with his players emotionally. Right. And, of course, that's – how everyone should perceive it but when you hear that from a coach it's not it's it's very genuine and you know that that could really turn um turn the tides and really push your players to um you know do what they do to the fullest potential right and that's why um i thought going into game 
game five, they were going to win. The Suns were going to take that win, but the Bucks came in there after the first quarter. They they sh- they showed up after the first. Yeah, quarter. They scored like they outscored them in the second quarter by like you know like fifteen points or something, from what I remember. Yeah, but Bucks have all the momentum going into this next game, game six. They won three straight. Man, that's tough to do in the playoffs. In the playoffs, not in the finals. That, in the finals, and away from home. Man, the game five. Away from home. Away from home. And now they're going back to Milwaukee for game six. Or, yeah. yeah, game six. Game yeah. game at home. Imagine, imagine. The Bucks take this game and they win it all at home. Imagine what that you know feel like for a Bucks fan or just their team. That's uh Giannis is on his way to greatness, honestly. He's on his way to greatness. I mean, 26 is prime time for most players. You look at Jordan, he didn't win his till he's 26. You know, Kobe too. I mean, Kobe won his young. But I'm talking about, you know, prime time. Prime time for them, for the league guys, is probably around 26 to 29. It's peak, peak performance. I think so. Peak performance around that time. You know, bodies fully developed, IQs. Out the roof already, probably, you know. You know your game. You know your role. And Giannis is doing doing what he can to to lead his team. Um, who is your MVP right now? In the finals, finals MVP? Finals MVP. It could be both sides. Anybody. Okay. for the, If the Suns win, it'd have to be Booker. Okay. And then if the Bucks win, I'm going to... I'm gonna give it to Giannis. I'm gonna give it to Giannis. I'm gonna give it to Giannis. I know okay. a lot of people are saying Middleton. Middleton mm-hmm. is like at the top of the leaderboard. Yeah, but man, I mean, yeah. Oh, no discredit to Middleton or anything. Yeah, that's, like, that's he can a ball. T- that's a tough one right there. Um, yeah, like you said, I'll give it to D Book. You know, he's forty points in each game, past two games. Um, he's doing whatever he can. You know, his his cast role he needs to help him out a little bit more, just a little bit more. Um, but the Bucks, man, if my finals MVP, you know, uh, man, that's a tough one. I think I got to go with Middleton. Middleton, huh? I think I'm going to go with Middleton. It's just the way he, he's been closing out games for the Bucks. Yep. You know, and it's like, it looks like a lot like he wants it more than the other team, you know, exactly that. But he ha- he wants the ball at the you know last possession, last two minutes. He wants the ball, you know. It's it's a Giannis him pick and roll. That's all you're gonna see. Giannis him pick and roll, get the switch, pull up, or Giannis Giannis Middleton pick and roll. It's uh it's a toss up though. I, I want to give it to Middleton just because of what he's been doing for the team, carrying the team throughout the finals, offensively. You know, no no discredit to Giannis. You know. Um, that's a tough one, but they're they're probably gonna give it to Giannis though. I think so because he deserves it. You know, he deserves it. Yeah, I like what you said about Middleton. That was a dime, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, he's closing out games like he's done this before. Right. When you know they ISO him, and he's just one on one with his defender, and he puts up a shot. I felt like it just kept. 
he kept draining his shots. Right. And he's doing this in the third, fourth quarter specifically from what I've been seeing most of the time. And it just seems like he's kind of unstoppable. Mm -hmm. And that's why I kind of would also give him the finals MVP. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're you're closing out games. You're you're carrying the scoring load, right? To you know, to a win. So I, I see what you um, I see your argument for, mm-hmm. for Middleton. He's, that, he's been man. hot. It looks like it just reminds me of like Kobe Shaq. You know, like you give it to either either guy. It's just it's a tough decision, especially uh, if they do co MVPs. Why not? But I don't think they'll do that. <laughs> They're gonna give it to Giannis. I mean, he he deserves it. He deserves it. But my guy is Middleton. I want him to win it. Giannis already is getting probably gonna get a ring. Hopefully tomorrow. We'll yeah. see. We, we, I just know that whoever takes it, if the Bucks win it, they're gonna be. You know, they're not really gonna care who gets it. They, they won the. Yeah, they they win the finals. Mm-hmm. So. so, what does the Suns have to do defensively? To contain Giannis and Middleton. To contain Giannis, that well, how many points does Giannis need to have to contain him? What does contain? How many points he needs to be limited to? Yes. What's his containment? Um, under twenty. Under twenty. Under twenty. I I think that's that's containing Giannis. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, okay. yeah. I mean. I don't, yeah, I don't know if you contain him. He, I mean, He's if he has down, a bad yeah. shooting night, then I mean, that'll that'll help as well. But it, it's hard right. to contain Giannis. He's so dominant when he drives to the to the bucket, man. So um, if you're going to contain someone on that team, it's probably going to be Middleton, who, like we just said, has been closing out games for them. I think you need to try to slow him down somehow. Kind of get, well, they, the Bucks have been drawing fouls pretty well, if you ask me. For Middleton, I don't know. I don't know what you can do because he he's a he's a he's a pretty good shooter from, um, you know, within the arc, outside the arc. I don't know what. I don't know. I'm not a. I'm not a coach. <laughs> You're a coach. Yeah. Well, how how would you contain um, that? See, you got to get the ball out of his hands. I think so. You know, um, you cannot let him get to his spots. You know, you got to make him take tough shots. You know, whether it's with a hand in his face, you know, you're gonna have to live with. Sometimes offense is always gonna be better than defense. You know, you, you can't can't do nothing about that. But you know, if you make it hard for him every single time down the court and make it help for him to to even get up a shot, you know, without fouling now in the NBA, that's hard. But, I mean, you got to get the ball out of his hands. I don't, I don't care if he's playing him 94 feet, denial, but you have to, you cannot, you know, you got to blitz him on the screens. You got to definitely blitz him on the screens, pick and rolls, um, and be ready for that, that, that next pass. Uh, that's that's my that's how I would contain him. You know, you're gonna have to limit him. You know, he's gonna get his, but the more you limit him, the more you have a chance. 
the more the sons have a chance at that, you know. Um, and just just working on your know defense rotation, scrambling for the other four players or other three players because you're probably gonna blitz them. They're probably gonna have to blitz them tomorrow. They're gonna have to blitz him tomorrow. They're gonna, yeah, I think so. Um, and you gotta make other people make uh make shots. You know, you, you'll live with PJ Tucker. You know, making a shot or oh, Pat Connaughton's been killing it from three though. But, you know, um, but Drew Holiday, you gotta make him create for others. Um, if Drew Holiday has a big game, if Drew if Drew Holiday has the only big game tomorrow, then I think there's no way um, the Bucks win if he's the only person with like 25 plus. If the Suns are able to contain Middleton to at least 25, I think that's one for them. 25, 22 to 25. But that's going to be tough because they're at home and he's been killing it. But We'll see, man. I'm excited for this game. Yeah, it's going to definitely take a lot of containment against Middleton and Giannis. Mm -hmm. And then it's going to take Booker mm -hmm. to happen. Booker. If they want to survive mm -hmm. and force a game seven, right. in my opinion. Right. Um, and go back home and, you know, game seven. That would be, be crazy if they win tomorrow. I'm rooting for the Bucks tomorrow, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I really do. Um, you know, whoever... Whoever wins the finals, I mean, I'm not a fan of either team, but either way, it's going to be nice to see one or the other win a ring. Right, right, especially right. Especially with those players on both sides. Yeah. I'm a big Drew Holiday fan, so I think I'm leaning more towards the Bucks to win. Mm -hmm. But like I said, it doesn't it doesn't really matter to me personally. I wanted Chris Paul to win, but I just feel like just because the Suns are in the Pacific Division, I don't want it back there. I don't want it over there, you know? Yeah, it's been <laughs> over here for, for quite some time. Yeah, I don't want it over here. These past uh, six years, it, it was over here. Yeah. But, um, I mean, you know, that, that kind of says something to go off on a tangent right now. Right. But Pacific Division has been so dominant. Besides the Kings. Besides the Kings. <laughs> that sucks for the Kings. Yeah. But, yeah, so hopefully tomorrow... I would like to see a game seven. Mm -hmm. That's always exciting, but hopefully, if if the Bucks can get it done tomorrow, then that's theirs. But if they can't, then I really don't know if they could win in game seven. <laughs> Ooh, what if it's a close game though? In game know? seven? No, game six oh, game tomorrow, six? and they lose. You know, lose off a ref ref cup or something. Oh. You know. Oh man, I just I hate I hate how refs can control so much of a basketball game. Speaking of refs, I hate like high school refs. I hate them. They're so oh, terrible refs. Why is that? Why is that? Terrible. Uh, they're so inconsistent, and their explanations are terrible. Like, oh, let me go. Let me go on a little tangent. So today, um, I've been I've been drilling my girls to take charges. You know, um, just because the fact that. You know, girls aren't athletic as men, you know, so they don't have to jump. Um, so today, refs called four blocking fouls on us. And I felt like my girls have been in perfect position each time. And their 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 explanations were like they're not there, their feet aren't set. I'm just I was like, Man, are you watching what I'm watching? Like it was tough. It was terrible. But Granted, we still won by twenty, but 
It's terrible. I mean, I don't care. Like, if we're the, about the scoreboard, make the right call. You know what I'm saying? And then the JV game, um, our girls are a lot smaller, and we're playing a, a lot bigger team, but they aren't as skilled. So the girls, the bigger girls on the team, they are, you know, grab the rebound, and our, our girls swarm them. But they catch the ball. Once they grab the rebound, they have their elbows up, and they're just throwing their elbows. I was like, yo, rough. Like, they cannot throw their elbows. And his explanation was, you could throw elbows. I was like, what? First of all, I was like, no, you can't. And then he was like, if you move your, uh, you could, you could throw your elbows. You just can't move it with your upper body. I was like, you can't move it with your torso. I was like, dude, you cannot throw elbows in the first place. That doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? I was like, that is a terrible take. Like, protect the players. Like these girl, they're girls. You know what I'm saying? They get caught with an elbow, they they could be done for. You know? But yeah, high school refs are terrible. I hate them. There's like two refs that hate me already because I talked so much shit to them. Let me. Oh him. my gosh, it's annoying. You hear it's this annoying. guy? <laughs> what a coach right here. He said they won by twenty, and he still wants the right calls. That's a coach right there. He wants. He just wants the right calls. Man. That's all you want. A fair man. game. Yeah. Congratulations, though. Thank, thank, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Right. Uh, final score for tomorrow. I don't score tomorrow. Well, I hope, well, I mean, I don't want to say hope, but I think the Bucks win. The score, the final score will be 110 to 117. Ooh, by seven? I don't think, you know, it's a very high emotions game. There's going to be a lot of fouls. There's gonna be physical. It's gonna be very physical, and you know, I Ref, think Refs I think are gonna control this game tomorrow. Based on you know the free throw reputation of Giannis, I mean, and how he plays is, I don't, I don't know if uh, you know. We'll see. We'll see. I, I, did I say the Bucks win? Yeah, you said one seventeen, one ten okay, bucks. Well. I mean, hopefully, I mean, yeah, you know, they're at home. Giannis is, you know, taking free throws at home. Yeah, yeah, He's not yeah. against the crowd. I, yeah. I, I thought I said the Suns win at first, yeah. but. Okay, but if the Suns win, then it's going to be because of Giannis. Mm. His free throws. Mm-hmm. Because he's missing them. Okay. That's something he needs to work on. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah. I think either way, it's going to be a physical game. Yeah. And it's all going to depend on Giannis's free throw shooting, in my opinion. Well, not all, all on Giannis's free throw shooting, but that's going to be the determining factor um, towards the end of the game. I feel like, you know, since he can get to the line, you know, at will, kind of, kind of what he wants. It's, you know, it's it's big. It's big if you if you miss free throws. You know, mm-hmm. that could real like like I said, it could decide a game. Mm-hmm. That like yeah, he just needs to work on that. Try to get more consistent. Right. So, right. What are you? What? Are, what are your? Uh, what is your prediction? My prediction is one oh eight bucks, one oh four suns. Close game again. Close game. You know, it's gonna it's gonna take a lot. It's gonna take a lot. Is going to definitely take a lot from the Suns if they want to survive. 
So, game six tomorrow, possibly the last game of the season. If not, we'll go to game seven back in Phoenix. So, that about wraps it up for this podcast. Thank you all for tuning in to Sideline Dimes. Make sure you turn uh, tune in to tomorrow's game to watch possibly the conclusion of the NBA season and hopefully a ring. We'll see. Thank you, guys. See you guys soon. Thanks for listening. See you all in the next one.